Are you ready? Let's roll the dice. Last time we were together, um, y'all fought off three rounds of combat in the pit, uh, and you persuaded the necromancer Masala to point you in the right direction for the next portion of your quest, and hopefully it's a portion of the quest that will give you a little more information about what's going on in general. Um, he transferred the knowledge of what's coming next directly to the minds of Ixen and Sayersha, so... Y'all don't so much have a map as much as you just know where you're going and what it's going to look like when you get there. And just as a side note, y'all had a very dramatic uh, walk into the sunset moment with uh, Gary B. Diggs. And then you walked right back to each other so Gary could heal you from the poison that you picked up in the arena before you both died. <laughs> yeah, um, that's probably a good idea. Um, yeah, so just as a side note, that did happen. And y'all had a very nice last coffee with him after your last last coffee. Like... But and then and then you actually left and hired a boat and headed down the uh, headed down the East River to um, the next town. And the town that you were going to uh, is named Hell. Does Hell have the same connotations in our universe? Like, do we have Christianity? It, it does have the same connotations. Um, so Hell is between the foothills of the Caragon Ranges and the banks of the East River. Um, it's just a couple of days up the river, um, from the coast. So y'all just hired a boat and y'all have just gone straight up the river. Um, and the river has a lot of, like, switchbacks and turns, but Sayersha and Ixen are pretty, pretty positive of where they're going next. Um, because they're headed to the town of Hell and they're going for the library of Beth Mall. Now, the town of Hell used to be a big deal. Like, it was a big deal. Uh, for one thing, the name made it a really funny tourist attraction. Um, and for another, uh, it has a distillery that makes the finest spirits in Skylark. Plus, you know, the great library of Beth Maul. But after the Lich Wars, uh, the library was abandoned and rumors started spreading that it was haunted. And a lot of people thought it was a gimmick because, like, the town's called Hell and then you have a haunted library and, like, okay, sure. Um, but then folks started dying and not coming back from the library, so tourism kind of slacked off a little bit. Um, so now it's just uh, the distillery, the general store, there's a pub, and there's some houses because there's some people that just won't give it up and move away. Hell's population is mostly tieflings. Uh, not because they're native to the area or anything, but the, uh, the name of the town prompted a migration boom back in the day. The leader of the town... Um, is a sheriff. Her name is Idealism. She's an elderly tiefling, and her deputy's name is Kazen. So that is who you're going to be looking for when you get to the town. And Sayersha and Ixen are aware that they are going to be arriving right around the time of year where Hell has its annual Poison Tooth Festival, which is the festival for, um, you know, it's a whiskey festival. Uh, you know, they do it up big, and they celebrate the whiskey, and everybody gets drunk, and it's basically St. Patrick's Day. It's great. But, you know, it's going to be fun. Discount booze. Um, so that's that's where y'all are heading into as you um, pull up to the, the docks of Hell. Now, before we get down into Hell and start turning up, um, I do have to ask, how is everybody doing? I feel like I'm a little bit more uh, 
a battle wardened, battle hardened, and um, definitely like the entire boat trip was probably stolen glances over towards Ixen, and just like if I wasn't reading, I was definitely like peering over the book to uh, <laughs> to, to look at, at uh, <laughs> that good good dragonborn. Um, and, and probably playing cards with, uh, with Perry. Um, and just in general, um, feeling a little bit stronger. Like, even though I died, we still beat up death. Um, well, I didn't die, but, like, I got knocked unconscious. We got, um, I feel, I, f I feel sad that we don't have Lisa Frank anymore, but I feel better that, that he's free. I'm gonna miss Gary V. Diggs. Perry's gonna miss Greg. He was a good guy. It's it's just how we roll now. That's just my super cool nickname for him. I'm I'm a, I was probably just playing cards with Say for like a good while and kind of just contemplating, and then also kind of like not paying attention to the card games to the point where like Say would beat me a few times and I'm like oh, oh okay, yeah okay. I guess. And then I would cheat a little and then I would feel bad about it. Um, <laughs> um, I kind of am confused because I don't really know where we're going. I'm just kind of like going off of the fact that my two companions maybe said something to me about this. I'm assuming y'all said yeah, something. Yeah, no, we probably definitely this. like told you about it after the fact. Yeah, I was like, did this happen? Um, I'm sure it got mentioned, but I feel like Perry's just kind of, like, along for, like, the wherever we go, we go, I guess. Sure. And that's where I am right now. I'm definitely processing kind of, like, everything that just happened. Like, obviously, obviously fighting in a death arena is probably one of my, like, list of things that I really want to do. Um, but not necessarily with this group of people. Um, so, like, that was kind of a, like, hey, I got to process how this is going to work because... Ultimately, if Ix if Ixen was gonna like fight with whoever, she wouldn't want to be trying to fight with like people that she wants to protect. So it was like, okay, how do I feel about? I had this opportunity to fucking punch a necromancer, but I also uh, I worried a little bit about my friends dying, and um, so that's been like a lot of. I don't process a lot. Like, there's definitely going to be, like, oh, I've got to, like, process things and I can't just punch out my feelings, especially in the middle of a river. <laughs> um, so that's a little difficult. Um, but for sure, like, during during the journey, um, A, I'm definitely, like, really trying to come to grips with the map is in my head. Like, it's not... It's not laid out in front of me. I don't spend a lot of time in my own noodles. So the fact that, like, <laughs> I know where to go because some necromancer put it in my head is like, all right, I need another drink. Um, <laughs> well, it's a good thing so, we're going to the place then. Yeah, so definitely that. And then also, um, I, di I definitely <laughs> am still trying to process feelings, but I'm not, like really thinking about them so i think that some of the stolen glances uh might have been unfortunately like not recognized <laughs> just because i'm an idiot yeah um 
And also, but also, I definitely um, gave Sayersha pointers on how to beat Perry in the card game. Yes, good. <laughs> that probably did happen. That's definitely, that's yeah, definitely no, that, happening. Yeah, that for sure is a thing. So um, that's kind of like where I'm at. I also, I also want to say that I feel like Perry and Ixen, like, I don't know if you'll agree with this, pretty like, aren't. Like, we're, we're avoiding having this feelings talk that, like, we know we should have. But, like, <laughs> now all this other stuff is happening. And we're just like, well, guess that, you know, we, we don't have to talk about that. Because we're on this right now, right? Like, that's fine. Yeah. I think I think especially because I'm sure at some point, Ixon and Perry just, like, stared at each other like, uh... So, no, no more you know, emotions on the field, right? Yep. <laughs> you know, like, yep, all right. That's fine. <laughs> Good talk. So even though, yeah, even though, like, I know, I know originally when we were going to take our vacation, I was like, okay, feelings are dumb. And yeah. everyone else was like, no, feelings are great. I feel like now we've kind of started to come back to like, ah, feelings are not great. In action. <laughs> like, they're good, but not when badly timed like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Sayersha's probably the most emotionally available out of everyone. And if she doesn't say anything, then we're not saying anything. Yep. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Oh, man. And I'll also here. say, like, as uncomfortable as, um, as Ixen is with the map thing. Sarah's just like, yeah, no, this is fucking normal. This is great. Like, this is magic. This is my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Oh, um, I, I assume, even though that Sarah's not a great artist by any mean, they tried to draw a map, but failed several times until they just kind of, like, ran out of things to draw on. <laughs> um, and then they started, like trying to draw on the ship, but probably got reprimanded by whoever owns the ship. Um, <laughs> like, I hand you a dagger, like, here, draw it on the boat with this. And you're like, okay. Like, yeah, and no. the ship's owner is like, no! 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 <laughs> Don't! No. <laughs> Maybe stop that. Um, y'all are, are finishing up yet another one of your card games as you, uh, as you nose into the docks in hell. Um, and you get up to the docks, and uh, you see this big festive banner that proclaims, uh, Welcome to the uh, 53rd Annual Poison Tooth Festival. But uh, it's not just the 53rd. There's like 50th, 51st, 52nd, all crossed out. Oh, um, no. They've been reusing the banner for a minute. Um, they made a really nice one for the 50th, and then was like, Fuck it, that's too much money. We're going to keep this one and just cross it out. <laughs> But you can't see any people, but you can hear them, because there's very clearly, like, a big party going on somewhere. Um, so, you know, y'all get off the boat, and you head to where the noise is coming from, because you want to get in on the party. Uh, and then you you come in, and you turn a corner, and uh, everything is shit. Uh, the noise is not party noise, it's battle noise. Everything is a mess. There are people running and people bleeding and people crying and people fighting in the streets. And this tall uh, tiefling woman runs up to you and she's got a star on her chest and she's got a cut on her cheek. And she goes, oh, thank God you're here. They're everywhere. You have to help us. Kazen and I have a more or less contained, but we sure could use your help. Uh, um, oh, um, uh, yeah, uh, okay, uh, all right. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. You're, them, you're them, right? You're the magic assholes, right? 
what? You, you're, you're, I mean, you're wait, the. That's a little bit rude. I, I'm the only. Well, I mean, I guess Perry can learn magic now too, and Ixon kind of always has been able to, but a little also, bit. Also, but like, Say is very far from being an asshole. Let's just establish that very quickly. Thank you, Perry. And she, uh, she hears a noise and looks over her shoulder, and she goes, "Oh shoot, um, y'all have this right." And over her shoulder, you can see four kind of lumbering dwarf-like creatures um, advancing on you. And she's like, okay, y'all got this, right? You can take these four. You can take four, right? You're, you're the guys. You got this. All right, I'm going to go help Kazen. I got to go. And she runs off into an alley and leaves the three of you to face, uh, face these four um, dwarves on your own. Uh, these dwarves are um, Duergar. They are dark dwarves from under the mountains. But they're not just dark dwarves. They're also showing signs of advanced decay. As if they've maybe been woken from the dead to come over here and fuck with everybody. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Did you say zombie dwarves? Because that's what I heard. This is heard that. some necromancer nonsense. They are advancing on you guys. And let's roll initiative. Okay. <laughs> Chandler, that includes you. Yeah. Because this is where we're going to meet you, girl. Um, while they're rolling initiative, folks, uh, this is Chandler. Um, Chandler is our newest guest for this arc. She's my uh, wife! <laughs> she is Lou's wife. I'm Lou's wife. <laughs> and she, she plays the dwarven barbarian, uh, Runa. Jeez, Chandler. Jeez, uh, um, nat oh 20 God. over there. Also, my, my dwarves rolled a natural one. So oh, <laughs> going, no. Oh, that's helpful for me. So good. They're going way, way down in the bottom. All right, so the turn order is uh, Runa, and then Ixen, and then Perry, and then Sayersha, and then the dwarves. Um, so I will I will go ahead and and say this. So as the um, as as the dwarves are slowly but surely advancing on you guys, and you prepare yourself for combat, you uh, all of a sudden hear this very extremely loud battle cry coming from the uh, other side of the dwarves, and you see a fifth dwarf approach. But this one uh, is, not a, is not a gray dwarf, and is not dead looking, looks very much alive and very much ready to kick some ass, um, and she comes running in there to join the fight. And this is your new best friend. So, um, Chandler, what would you like to do with your turn? So, you, you said the whole thing about one attack. Um, however, on my sheet it says I have two attacks. Am I able to make both of them? Yeah, if you got multi-attack, multi-attack it. Awesome. So, I would like to approach those two that are approaching my new BFFs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to take a big swing at them with, um, with my great axe. Alright, so um, which which of the dwarves are you targeting with that great axe? Uh, for my first attack, I'm going to get the one on the right, because they're approaching a small person, and I don't want them to get that small person. Appreciate ya. Oh, jeez. Alright, sure. Oh my god, coming in fucking hot, Chandler. 21, hot uh, That's 21, and that's obviously gonna hit, because, come on. Um, and then... Whatever the damage roll is. Oh, uh, that would actually be plus two, uh, so that is a nine. So Runa runs up on the nearest dwarf to her and takes a big chop at it and hits it for nine damage. God diggity damn. So for a little flavor, she she comes barreling forward and just goes, Coming in hot! And swipes it at that guy. And with her second attack, 
she's going to do the same thing to the dwarf next to it. Okay. I love her. <laughs> Mia's loose. Ayersha's like, yeah, this is cool, but like Runa, are you are you gonna swing with your great axe on the other dwarf on the other dwarf? Yes, see, I am. Jesus! Oh my hell? god! Oh, shit. That's a twenty again. Okay. That's a twenty again. And roll some good damage on that, I guess. I, I guess. Alright. I always play bards and rogues, so this is new for me. Yeah, yeah right? Com- coming in hot. Alright, so roll her damage, sorry. Eight. Eight. So, uh, and then hits that that good good guy on the backswing for eight damage. That's Runa's turn. Um, she has come in and effectively changed two of the dwarves' attention from the magic assholes to herself, and now it's Ixen's turn. Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah, it is. Okay, um, uh, so, seeing as how we just walked off this boat and kind of stumbled into this nonsense, to stay true to kind of, like, the sense of, all right, things are happening now, um, I'm going to move forward and, uh, I'm going to very quickly slip on my brass knuckle dagger basically and just punching mofo out <laughs> oh my god all right so let's uh let's see how this goes and which one are you going for because the movement's also um, a thing that y'all can y'all have to deal with that's no that's true um i am practically in the middle so the um the dwarf that runa just took out uh, most recently, I'm also gonna run up to and go like, "Hello, fr- tap on the shoulder." Yes, I'm gonna tap on his shoulder and turn him around and then punch him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's that? That's a that's an eight for my punching dagger. Nope, does not does not hit. Dang. These are these are short short ass dwarves and it just goes sweeping over his head. But it looked real, <laughs> it looked real cool though, Ixen. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> um. Perry, what you doing? I'm gonna move towards Sayersha because there are some some punchy some punchy dwarves over here that have yet to be taken care of, and I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot a bow at okay that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot a wait I have I have a short bow. I was like where did it go? That's an eleven. Okay. Did you did you move Perry or are you just standing there? I moved like from there where I am now. Perry scoots over closer to Sayersha and fires off a shot at the at the dwarf who is furthest away and gets it right in the arm for twelve points of damage and the uh, the dwarf is now sufficiently confused as to what is going on. It it is in pain <laughs> and oh, it's no. not having a great day. Uh, Sayersha, it's your turn. Oh, Raven. Um, so I am going to cast magic missile yeah i agree string of numbers <laughs> oh, sweet deal <laughs> <laughs> good job um, well it's a magic missile it just fucking goes uh, yeah it just does it. it how much damage did you do? i'm gonna cast it at level two 13 so 13 damage each yes cool okay so sayersha winds up and throws magic missile underhanded and uh knocks all the dwarves on their asses for 13 points of damage each. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> so, uh, now it's finally my turn. 
Jeez. Mainly all my dwarves are going to do is move because they don't move very fast. We're going to get one. One's just going to move closer to Sayersha. This one is going to move closer to Ixen. Here we go. And everyone is going to attack people. Except Perry doesn't get attacked because there's no one near her. They don't have any weapons, so basically all they can do is, is punch real hard. Sayersha, this one um, swings on you uh, for 10. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Uh, does not hit. Is very bad. Ixen, the, the two next to you are going to attack you together. Uh, one, swing, <gasps> one swings on you with uh, 12. Against AC. Yup. Nah. And the other one, the other one swings on you for uh, eleven. No, thank you. And then Runa, the one next to you, swings on you with uh, eight. So yeah, they're they're not good. So they're just kind of ineffectually tapping at everybody, and they don't do a good job, and they don't really make any any progress. Uh, at this point, I'm just gonna like look at everybody else and be like, "Is this even a a fight?" <laughs> it seems kind of unfair for them. They needed our help with this. Also, okay, does anybody know where magic assholes came from? Did you make that up? I don't know. That's really mean. To be fair, I am an asshole. So. Yeah, I, I am also an asshole, but I don't- You're I'm, not assholes. That's- I, You are not an asshole, say. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna first attack the one to my right one more time with that good old great axe friend of mine. Oh, uh, it was a six. Oh, oh no. It's a nat one. <laughs> that does not hit. Oh, oh, that was a crit fail. Runa, Runa did it bad and does like a, like, one of those whirlwind things where you like swing the axe really hard and it carries her all the way around but does absolutely nothing. <laughs> so, uh, for flavor, she's basically going to look at the two that just attacked Ixin and be like, hey, it's not fair to gang up on someone and like go to attack the person to her right so she can get to them. But she's so distracted that instead she just flops. So I'm very frustrated. So I'm going to attack the one that distracted me, which would be the one to my left. Now let's see if I get this one. 14? Oh yeah. Awesome. Got him. Do some damage to it. I will. That was a, a big old 12 damage. So she's just gonna get real frustrated and just, with the momentum of her failure, bring that straight into that dwarf. Runa, Runa, um, takes a big swing. And now, the dwarf on your right or your left? The left. Takes a, takes a big swing and knocks that dwarf's head clean off and Ooh. he dies. Oh, so chalk one up for Runa, and now Ixen, it's your turn. Now it's your turn, Ixen. Now it's my turn. So seeing my, well, let me let me re- let me rephrase that. Seeing this new person come up and with swinging this this axe, and clearly this punch to the face w- did not work. Um, I'm going to take out my ice pick great axe, which does not look threatening at all. And I'm going to keep the momentum, hopefully, of whatever swing it was that came out of my... I'm assuming it's in my utility belt, because that's how Ixen would pack things. So, um, we are rolling this great axe, and we are rolling a 13. All right. Oh, man. Uh, So, yeah, Ixen does a big swing and, like, clocks the dwarf in front of her across the face, and again... Just as uh, Runa did, knocks its head clean off, and it dies on the ground. May I take a free action to give some, like, real good, like, okay hands? Like, mmm, good job. Absolutely. (laughs) Hell yeah. I copy the exact same motion, like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Perry, it's your turn. 
Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's right. All right. So I move here and I say, hey, why don't you pick on somebody your own size and then stab him with a dagger? Okay. <laughs> that's an 11. Alrighty. Is that a good stabby? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Perry comes up and, and stabs him in the back and he, he keels over. Also dead. Good job. I give that same hand motion to Perry. I respond with like, like a this this it's I, it's this thing, <laughs> but I don't. How do I say like this? Like the surf the surfer in, guy hang ten. Yeah, the surfer the surfer bro hang ten motion that I do all the time in real life. That's what Perry does. Sarah, it's your turn. There's one right next to you, and he's the last one. All right, so I um scamper back like close to a wall, and I pull out my um my my longbow and fire that sucker off at the only like remaining duder. A nine and it misses. Aww. Damn, everyone else got theirs. Yeah, y'all were y'all were killing it for like a hot minute. Um but now it's my now it's my turn as the last remaining dwarf. Oh no, I'm in the line of fire, damn. So seeing as he so seeing as he's the last one, he zeroes in on uh on Ixen, Ixen taking out his friend, which is the closest thing to him, and he's gonna he's gonna swing on he's gonna get closer and he's gonna swing on Ixen. Good luck. Yeah, that's a good yeah. Um, so this <laughs> that's a good yeah. You this dwarf him is too much, Ixen. <laughs> this dwarf is not doing well at all. Like it's it's the most decayed of all of the decaying dwarves. So it, like, lumbers up to Ixen and takes a mighty swing and goes right up against the side of uh, Ixen's armor. And the, the shock of impact plus the already, you know, decayed state of himself just jars his arm clean off and it falls <laughs> to the ground uh, because what? he rolled a nat one. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, no! So we have a, a one, one-armed one dwarf... Uh, that's Runa's turn now. So, Runa, go ahead and kill it. Um, I'm going to hold my turn and let Ixen take this one. Alright, Ixen, do it to him. I'll, I'll even do, like, a little, like, you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Um, so that's definitely, like, this is definitely new. Um, <laughs> we're fighting and, and the person is, is offering me the kill. It's very nice. <laughs> it's very nice. <laughs> that's new. That's very nice. Okay. Um, I'm, uh, I'm just gonna deck him. That's a 13. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, how much, how much, how much damage do you do with that? Because that, that certainly hits, for sure. I'm rolling a real, a real tabletop loot die. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, hang on, that didn't count because it fell into a crack. <laughs> it was like, that's not a number. Oh, well, that's a nat 20. So. Woo! <laughs> wow! Well, like I said, this guy's not doing super great anyway. Like, his arm fell off because he punched you, but um, everybody else had to take their dwarf's head off with, um, you know, a blade of some kind. Ixen just fucking punches his head off. And the dwarf's head goes flying across the square, and uh, as it as it goes, like, bowling across the way, uh, the uh, the sheriff and her deputy come out of the... Uh, Come out of come out of an alleyway together and kind of like watch it roll past them like a weird tumbleweed, and uh, you know the the sheriff is is supporting her bruised and battered deputy and uh, she looks around she's like, 
well, y'all's reputation certainly did hold up. Y'all took care of that pretty handily. Um, and everybody, it seems to be over now and people are kind of reemerging from houses and bushes and places that they've hidden. Uh, everybody looks kind of shaken up, but every, you know, everybody's more or less okay. She comes up to Ixen and she extends her hand. She's like, I really can't thank you enough. I'm, I'm the sheriff. My name's Idealism. It's nice to meet you. Uh, Wait, um, did you just say idealism? Yeah, but you can, you can call me Addy for short if it makes you feel better. Oh, that's really well, cute. I don't, I was just asking. I also have a very strange first name. Okay, thank you very uh, much. Hello? Uh, very, uh, I'm sorry about this sitch. I don't, uh, hello. Um, very nice to meet you, Sheriff. Um, I, I hope that this isn't a regular occurrence for you. Yeah, what exactly happened here? Uh, that's... Do you know what our names are? No, not really. I... Oh, okay. I know that... I know I know that, you know, there's a dragonborn, and there's a, there's an elf, and there's a halfling, and that's... I didn't know you had another dwarf with you, but thanks, too, I guess. Oh, she's new. Um, what's your name? Uh, Runa, who has been cleaning the guts off of her great axe... Uh, holsters it, gives you guys like the biggest, sappiest grin, and just holds her hand out and goes, Runa Diamond Gaze, pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you, Runa. And I, I shake her hand real, real big. Oh, she sh- she shakes it real big. Ah! <laughs> it probably lifts, uh, say, off the ground a little bit, and their eyes go wide with fear for like a half a second, and then they realize it's friendly, and they're like, okay. Um. <laughs> well, all right, well, Sheriff, uh, Runa, um... I am Sarah, and this is Sarisha, and uh, this is Perry, and I'm very sorry that this is how we met. Um, can we, you know, can how about we uh, go and get a drink, and you tell us about what the hell is going on here? She definitely starts laughing at at, uh, your, your pun. Runa is also laughing at that. Nobody else really get like Kazan's looking at her like she's an idiot, but she's like they they said the thing. Okay, anyway, Runa, Runa like claps her knees for a second, laughing in camaraderie, and just goes, "They said hell." Oh. But yeah, sure. Come on, come on with me to the. Uh, come on, come on into the hell hole, um, Kazan. If you can get everything picked up, I'm gonna take them into the hell hole and kind of explain what's going on. And uh, obviously, anything you guys want on the house. After all the help that you've given to us, absolutely anything you need. So, um, I'd, I'd take Shell over to the hellhole. And, uh, clearly the hellhole is named because it sounds funny. Uh, because it's not a hellhole. It's actually a really nice place. Um, you know, it's timber, it's brick, it's got some really pretty tile floor that someone actually spent a lot of time on. There's a lot of, uh, hunting trophies on the walls. There's suits of armor. And behind the bar is a lot of fancy alcohol for a change. It's not just ale. This is a uh, three-story building. The second floor is a dance hall that's uh, been pretty empty for a while, but it overlooks the river, and that's nice. And the third floor is um, rooms, if anybody, like, you know, wants to rent a room in hell. The barkeeper is a, um, a tall uh, tiefling with long red hair um, and uh, elaborate tattoos on her hands. Uh, she used to be a cleric, so they're ceremonial religious tattoos. Um, but she looks up and she she smiles at you guys as you come in and Idy's like, hey, Diva, oh, by the way, uh, 
I'm I'm so sorry, but I just I know what your gang is called. Assholes. This is Devotion. She's the bartender. Devotion. These are the magic assholes. Um, Sir and Say and Pear and Rue. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, only um, only Sir is the only one with like a, a singular syllable syllabic name. Um, my full name is Sayersha, and um, that's Perry. Usually we call her Perry. And and Runa, Runa's her name. She she gives you a thumbs up. I was I was so close. Not a fruit. Anyway, well you got the first part right. So can we get around to drinks? I just want to explain to them kind of what's going on, and uh, you know devotion. Absolutely, whatever you need, I'll be right there. So she starts fixing drinks, and Addie takes y'all sits y'all down at a corner table. It's like, okay, I'm really sorry about everything. I'm just real frazzled right now. Um. I'm really sorry there's not more of a welcoming committee, but what do y'all need to know? Uh, what the hell was that? No offense. <laughs> uh. that's, okay, that's good. I like that. We don't we don't hear that four times a day or nothing, so that's real good. Adi kind of looks at her hands and she goes, well, here's the thing. We got this library, right? And it's supposed to be abandoned. Um, a lot of people say it's haunted, but it's not really, you know, it's just a story that we tell. Um, but lately there's been some stuff coming out of there that's kind of uncomfortable. Um, at first it was just like forest animals that were coming back kind of dead, but not. Um, and then every once in a while it was a person, but this time it was a bunch of people. So it's just getting worse. And we, we heard that you were on your way. So we figured that y'all would, were coming to help us out with our necromancer problem. Wait, wait. Heard from who, and do you know any of the people that are, like, coming out of the weird library thing? Oh, the pirates on the river have talked about nothing but your fight in the pit for the last day or so. Y'all, they have really been talking you up, so I was really excited. That's, um, apparently y'all ruined the game? Yes, yes we did. Uh, we didn't ruin anything. No, we did not. Okay, because... That's, uh, I think that's where the title Magic Assholes came from. I'm sorry. I thought that was something you guys embraced. Uh, I mean, I don't mind it be- because I am an asshole and also I can kind of, I, I, I can kind of do magic now. At the mention of, like, suddenly being able to do magic, Runa just, like, genuinely looks at you and goes, Oh, that's so good. I'm, I'm so proud of you. Oh, uh, thank, thanks. I don't. I don't know if it's in my bones or blood or whatever. I don't. I don't know. My my dad was magic, so I I don't I don't know. I just kind of uh, threw a, an invisible hand out one time, and that was kind of weird. Well, hey, no need to doubt yourself. Anything is a good thing, and you should be proud of it. You are so nice. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. Um, so, uh, Heidi, you said that this is a library, right? Um, I know a lot about libraries. I actually grew up in a library, um, and I was wondering, is it like, you said it's a haunted library. Are the books okay? Okay. And then I just, like, gingerly, like, slap Sayersha on, like, the shoulder, like, really? Really? Now? Now is not the time for this. It's it's important, Perry. We're here to find knowledge, and we're here to figure out We are here to solve these people's problems. That's- isn't- isn't that right? Isn't that right? 
We're also here to learn more about the necromancers. And what I'm wondering is, if I pick up a book, is it gonna try and eat me? So Idy had no idea that you guys were here for that. Like, she totally thought y'all were just coming here to, like, do the thing. So she kind of pauses for a minute. It's like, I have no idea. No one's been in that library for years. It's not safe in there. You cannot go up there. I cannot stress enough how much you do not need to go out there. I realize that you have a history of taking down necromancers with your eyes closed, but this is some bad stuff. I mean, if that's where the problems are coming from, that's where we should go to fix the problem. I cannot I cannot be responsible for that. Y'all, it is not safe. I will not put you guys in danger. I appreciate everything you've done, but these are just some these are just some little dwarves. There's some stuff in there that you don't need to even be looking at. Okay, I just need to re-ask the question, is there anybody, like, uh, becoming alive from being dead that you know that, that, that you know coming out of the library? I'm sorry, you did, you did ask that before, and I totally just Yeah, I'm just sorry. No, it. it's okay, um, you're a little frazzled, it's fine. I'm a, I'm a lot frazzled. Um, this, okay, no, we don't know anybody. Most of the town is tieflings. Honestly, uh, the Grey Dwarves haven't lived in this place for a really long time so it's kind of i'm guessing that they're the original inhabitants of the town that were buried under the mountain and now they're coming back out for some reason i don't know why the necromancer would do this to us i just it's it's disconcerting to say the least especially when you're trying to have a good time and throw a festival wait do you know who the necromancer is hold on a minute there's a there's a, presumably a necromancer that's the stories that's why you can't go down there I know you take down necromancers, but this guy, he's real serious. Y'all don't need to be messing with him whatsoever. Okay, um, I understand your concern, but you said that these, um, sort of undead fiends keep coming back and more of them come around each time and they're stronger each time. That's sort of like an exponential, um hardness that's coming that's i lost my words there um and they're getting worse exponentially and that means that the next thing that comes out of the library is going to be much much worse and it's going to be so much more dangerous for everyone here to sit and stay and wait than it is to be proactive about it so runa's actually going to step forward as well um, and she's going to look at Idy and kind of like reach out her hand and just say like, again, my name is Runa Diamond Gaze. It's a pleasure to meet you. Um, I also will be going into this library. I'm sorry if you prefer me not to, but I'm here searching for my family's history. And they were inhabitants of this town at one point. So I would like to be able to follow that. And Adi just gets even more upset with this and is like, I absolutely cannot allow that. I don't, look, you're not going to be able to find your way there from here unless someone tells you the way and no one's going to do that because this is unacceptable. I appreciate the help that you've given with the town and I would love it if you guys would stay around. Again, help yourself to whatever we can give to you, but I cannot allow you to go up to that library. And like right about the time that Devotion is coming over with the drinks. Like, Idy stands up and, like, stalks out. 
and <laughs> Devotion's like, oh, I brought the, all right, okay. So she sets the drinks down and she goes, what was that about? Um, she was very adamant about us not knowing where the library is. Do you know where the library is? Oh, the road doesn't go that way anymore. No one that goes up to the library comes back. Don't you know that? But that's what we're trying to solve. Now, you wouldn't deny a woman her birthright, would you? And at that, Runa, like, kind of leans herself forward on her arms at the table and just kind of smiles politely. We solve problems. We should be called the problem solvers, not the magic assholes. So she she looks at each of you in turn for like a long minute and then goes, All right, if you want to go up there, no one's really going to stop you. Idy just likes to pretend that we do. She hates it when we tell people how to get up there, but honestly, you're responsible for your own fool selves. If you choose to go up there and kill yourselves, it's none of my business. I'm not against giving you directions if you want to go up there and get crushed under some old moldy books or, you know, come back as a, a live dead person. I don't mind. And it's honestly not that hard to get up there either. Again, she makes a very big deal out of everything. If you just head up the road toward the mountain, it's literally just keep going until you get to the hollow. And at the bottom of the hollow, you can't miss it. It's carved into the side of the mountain. It's fucking huge. All right. Thank you so much. I mean, we'll probably stay in town for a little bit just so we can get our bearings and we can um, get our supplies and anything that we need for this adventure because we'll probably need some things as we were just on a boat for a very long time. Devotion sets the drinks down and she's like, well, obviously, like Idy said, the drinks are on the house and I think everybody else in town would be pretty willing to give you anything you want anyway. So, yeah, whatever you need, just let anybody in the town know and uh she she uh kind of smiles at you guys and goes to walk away um wait wait um devotion devo um we just had a very long trip and um could we have a room to stay the night in absolutely um our well before this whole thing happened we were kind of booked up but after the incident I feel like we might have a few vacancies, so absolutely you may have a room. It's on the okay. house. Don't even worry about it. Thank you. There are only, like, three places in town that you can go. Um, one you are already in, and that's the hellhole. Um, the other one is the is the Poison Tooth Distillery. And the other one is the general store, which is called Nana's. Uh, I'm going to turn to everyone else now that we have, like, our drinks and stuff. Um, and uh, I'm going to be like... All right, should, um, I mean, obviously we should go to the stores and stuff like that, but, um, should we go visit our feline friend, Wink? Did you just say Wink out loud? <laughs> A little bit? Sayersha, say what have I told you about winking? <laughs> it's just an, just your eye, the one, not both, just the one. Yeah, I don't, um, wink. (laughs) All right, we need to work on that. So, uh, so before you guys all, like, disperse, uh, Runa, who kind of just blatantly ignored any reference she wasn't aware of, um, (laughs) 
<laughs> she kind of just like situates herself for a moment a little bit more seriously and looks at the three of you and just goes, So, I hate to invite myself along, but it seems like we all seem to want to go to the same place. If you would like to have me along, I will gladly lend my axe is. And at that point, she kind of holds up her two hand axes as well, like I got more. I have no problem with you coming with us. You really held your own in the fight back there. I try. What do you guys say? So, uh, Devotion brought out all the drinks, and there was um, a liquor and a couple shot glasses. So, Ixen pours two shot glasses and places one down. And <laughs> Runa and is like, yeah. And then, uh, you know, we tap on the bar and, oh, and, yeah. and take it back. Take it back. And then the shot glasses come down, and I go, all right, you're in. Yeah, Runa, Runa 100% throws it back. Hot damn, that's some good shit. Oh, man, why do we? Oh, I, I'm done, done with ale. This is great. Oh, oh. Uh, Runa looks a little affronted for a moment and just goes, "You could never be done with ale." This is some top-notch shit. This is some top-notch shit. But you're right. No, you're right. You're right. Ale is ale is always there when you need it. Uh, I just give, like, a very, like, I don't know what look it is, but it's just kind of a look. And and then I look at Runa, and I just, like, give, like, a wink, and then just, like, just, like, a wink and a shrug, like, yeah, okay. Uh, she 100% gives you a wink and a shrug back. So, uh, what do you, what do you all say we, uh, go up to, uh, upstairs and, uh, go visit our, uh, cool, cool friend? Oh, uh, Runa, this sounds probably really weird to you. She, she, she shrugs. She's like, eh. I just kind of look at Perry and, uh, Ixen and I'm just like, huh? <laughs> Why don't we, uh, up the, the room? I mean, I guess we could ask. I mean, I, um, hey, so how bad, like, how uncomfortable would it make you if, uh, there was, like, a, um... We all slept, and then there was a, a place <laughs> that we went. You are explaining this very badly. All right, you go. Runa seems fine with it, though. She <laughs> <laughs> do it. We're going to travel to another parallel plane and go to a grocery store thing, slash thing, I don't, bodega, right? This bodega thing. There's a cat! Yeah, there is a cat, and we're gonna go get some cool stuff, and that's what happens, but, um, uh, we, we, uh, have to cast this, we have to cast a sleep spell on ourselves, so. Or get knocked out. Apparently, sometimes it happens if we get drugged, too. Yep, that happened last time. We're not gonna talk about that. Yeah, we had to fight pirates. I feel like none of what you all said made sense, but I'm down, let's go. Oh, I like you. Oh, I like you. You're great, you're funny. Hello everyone, 
Thank you so much for listening to episode 19 of No Dice. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And special thanks goes to our new guest for this arc. Uh, thank you goes out to Chandler Ray Woods for playing Runa. We are very blessed to have Runa uh, as part of uh, our adventuring party for the time being. As always, we miss our previous guests, but we're very excited for uh, new guests. And if you want to connect with Chandler, you can find her on SoundCloud uh, at Chandler Ray Woods. I was going to tell you that um, our intro and outro music is Take a Chance by Kevin McLeod, but I got distracted by the fact that my cat is sticking her face in a bag. I'm not sure what she's doing. So, uh, pardon my slight distraction. Um, that is, that is how it works being a mother of a small furry child. As always, thank you to Tabletop Loot for being our sponsor. If you want to check out Tabletop Loot, um, they have updated their website, I believe. They've always got great dice and you can use the code NODICE15 to get 15% off of your order. So go now and get some great, great dice. No Dice is always a proud member of the Pocket Podcast Network, a network dedicated to bringing quality shows right to your pocket. There's a bunch of new shows on the network. Check out uh, the newest show to the network, Home Viewing, where John and Bethany take a listen through their movie library, and it's fun, it's sweet, they're going alphabetically, um, so you won't miss a, a ton. My cat has now found the trash and is digging through it. So um, I'm going to go through the rest of this commercial break fairly quickly so that I don't have to worry about my trash cat. If you want to support us, you can do so by purchasing a pocket note, which is a personal message to be read on the show. And you don't have to purchase one just for No Dice. You can do it for any of the shows on the network. Um, Don't forget you can review us on iTunes. Those reviews really mean a lot to us and they kind of help other people find the show. Um, Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your cat that's digging through the trash that you like no dice uh word of mouth is super important for us to keep growing as a show um if you want to tweet about the show you can use the hashtag no dice podcast and you might be able to have an npc named after you or a suggestion that you make um we love getting npc names um i say we i mean daniel because she's the one that uh makes makes those good good npc characters um so that's what i have for that um additionally i will be speaking on a panel at the erie library comic-con um i think it's going to be tomorrow for you if you're listening on friday it'll be may 19th um i'm speaking on the women in rpgs panel the erie library comic-con is a local convention that's very small so like if you're not local to the area um don't feel like you need to come support this because small cons are good for the community um and i am doing my best to record the panel so that um everybody can kind of experience that i'm not sure how it's gonna go i think that it'll be a good convention i'm not sure how my public speaking skills are clearly i have already failed i'm not doing so great at non-public speaking um (laughs) anyways thank you so much for listening and the next episode will be out on june 1st The four of you uh, go upstairs, y'all figure out your your room arrangements, Um, you switch up your room arrangements because you had people in the same room who talked too much to get some actual sleep, Um, and then you actually got some sleep, Um, 
And what with one thing and another, you eventually made it into um, a, a funny-looking little shop with a whole bunch of weird things on a whole bunch of weird shelves and a cat behind uh, a glassed-in booth who is uh, very busily um, working on something that you don't really have a clue what it's actually working on. But uh, once it, it hears you enter, it, it, it's very startled. It turns around and it's like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize that here you are. You're back in my bodega again. Look, I like you guys, but you're here an awful lot. And you keep bringing in strangers. Are you sure this one's not a necromancer? Yes, this one saved our lives in combat one time. Pretty sure. Okay. I didn't see her use weird death magic, so... No. Are you a necromancer? Uh, Runa, this is Bodega Cat. Necromancy, yes, no, indifferent, no feelings. Uh, nay? Cool. Wait, hold on. You just take people's word for it now? Well, I was going to make a joke about it, but then again, I am an all-powerful interdimensional being, so if this additional short person is lying to me, I can just kill them. Sounds good. Okay, then. As it is, I'm pretty sure that y'all are here to mooch off of my eternal generosity once again. Am I wrong? Um. I just came to say hi. Okay. Hi. I offered to pay last time. Hey. I can pay you. Do you want me to pay you? I will pay you things. How's it going? Also, I kind of wanted to tell you about what happened because we, um, after we saw you last time, uh, we got thrown into a pit of fighting. And we beat a bunch of um, guys up, and I got beat up, and um, I actually got saved because of the thing that I got here, and it was it was really good, and I wanted to thank you for that. Oh, and um, Sarah, she had to fight death, so that was fun. Yeah, it was horrible. That sounds terrifying. Um, I wish that I could say I'm sorry that happened to you, but uh, I did watch it on pay-per-view, and it made for real cool TV, so... You, you said several things... And what's TV, and why do you pay to view it? You pay to view it because nothing in life is free, except apparently all the shit I make up in this bodega. And TV, um, it has to do with tacos, don't worry about it. Alright, alright. Anyway, quit bothering me, I'm doing my taxes, go get something. Next time, do you want us to bring you something when we come? Oh, yeah, that would be super great, um... This is going to sound weird, but it gets really lonely being an interdimensional being. I kind of would like to have a friend that I didn't create. And I hate to ask you to trap anyone else here with me. We could find another cat. That would be cool. I feel like the conversation would be a little bit lacking, but okay. Um, I mean, what if we find a really smart cat or an enchanted cat? Whatever, just... If you th- never mind, it's stupid. Go get something out of the bodega. Leave me alone. And he slams the glass door. Uh, okay, so since I am so interested in uh, the the words that Bodega Cat just said, I'm just searching the shelves for anything that says taco or TV on it. Um, is there any like frozen burritos or taco shells? Yeah, you want you want uh, frozen or you want um, like on the shelf. Um, let's go with a shelf taco, because I'm looking for the word taco, because I... <laughs> okay, um, 
It's gonna be in the in the chip aisle. There's like one bag of like stale taco shells in the back that like someone forgot about a while ago. Um, so now I'm how, trying to figure out how someone can watch something through this thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sayersha. So Sayersha pulls pulls out a uh, a long forgotten thing of stale hard taco shells. Um, about half of them are intact, half of them are, are into little pieces. And <laughs> as she as she picks up this bag of, of uh, taco shells, she discovers that it's not even taco shells. And it's also not anything interesting. It's a bag of hardtack. But now you have a bag of hardtack! Alright, I'll take it! I'll take a bag of hardtack! <laughs> Alright, so that was, that's, uh, lame. Now that, now that after, like, two months... I've kind of given up on wearing the pigtails. Not necessarily given up, but just kind of stopped wearing them because they'd become a hassle. Because I kept getting things in them and then having to take them all down and then put them back up. And it was just like a lot of work. So I may as well just leave it all down, really. So I'm looking for like a brush or a comb, I guess. Okay. Is that a thing that I can find in the store somewhere? Yeah, it would be in the medicine section. Perry, you find a, um, a really crappy comb. It's, like, crappy black plastic single package comb. But as you pick it up, you realize that it is, um, actually a magical item that enables you to cast Shocking Grasp. Oh, shoot, dang! How many times? Um, it's a, it's a cantrip, so just, like, whatever. What? Just like whenever. Shocking grass was a cantrip, so like you just uh, take out your comb and shocking grasp that hoe. Oh man! So yeah, that's uh that's what you got, uh, Runa. What are you choosing from the dream bodega? You may y- choose anything you would like. Ever. Ever. Oh. Imagine a bodega and what would be in it, and then pick that thing. And nothing is what it seems. <laughs> Not knowing that, and having most of what she needs in life uh she's actually going to go look in the medicine area because she does actually have a proficiency in medicine and needs more stuff she wants to be able to heal both herself and her new friends if it comes down to it so runa finds a a small a small kit but as she picks it up she discovers that it is not actually a uh, a first aid kit of any sort um this box as she holds it allows her to cast minor illusion oh Oh. Ooh. As a cantrip, so like, again, which whenever. Somebody who's never had any magical ability, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah, and Minor Illusion is, is a hell of a spell. So there you go, that's, uh, that's, Runa's, that's Runa's get. So she's, she's mildly disappointed, but intrigued. Yeah, so like, everybody's in the same general area across the room, which leaves Ixen and the Bodega Cat more or less alone. Ixen, what you got? So, um, you know, I'm gonna like go over and gently tap on the window. And be like, hey buddy, hey, hey buddy. Hey, he, he like slides the glass open. And he's like, are you having trouble with the instructions? You seem to found everything okay last time. No, I I wanted to talk to you actually. Oh. All right. I'm I I'm sorry you feel feel lonely. I I mean I obviously don't know a lot about being a. Uh, you know, all-powerful being. I'm I'm pretty powerful. I mean, look at these guns, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, 
<clears throat> I um I did I did wanna wanna thank you for allowing us to peruse your um home because uh like Sarah just said there was um we got a lot of a uh, good thing we we could have died um my friends could have died and we didn't because um your items um were really really useful i mean we ended up uh well Sarsha ended up becoming really good friends with a genie um and i i mean i don't know if you were friends with with lisa frank before this um but you know n not not bad for a a magical creature um i i obviously we can't live here because you know the we don't uh exist very well in this plane anyways what i'm saying is i'm i'm sorry we haven't um come by more often and um you know i hope you know that you have saved us a bunch um you saved my friends um and that's you know important to me um and you know i think you're kind of neat well, I think you're kind of neat, too. Um, I mean, obviously I owe you guys a, a huge debt for getting rid of Theana and setting me free from the, the vow that I, I took to serve her, but I also, I like you guys. I, I trust you, and honestly, I don't think you'd come around at all anymore if it wasn't for the fact that I, you know, give you things. And uh, let's be honest, it really does not cost anything to, you know, manufacture magical objects in the dream realm. Like, it doesn't cost me anything, and it makes you happy, and I get some company for 15 minutes every couple of days. Um, it's no, no problem. It's fine. No, listen, I enjoy coming here. I, um, I don't, I don't dream. Um, I, that's, I don't Everyone know that's dreams. I... That's a lie. Everyone dreams. Well, I don't experience it. Uh, any, this is the only time that when I'm asleep, it's not stressful. Let's put it that way. Big mood. Because, you know, I, <laughs> I sleep with one eye open kind of deal. Because um, as much as I trust my friends, they're all so small and inexperienced with how the world works. Um, so, well, maybe not Perry, but, uh, you know. She also sleeps with one eye open. That's not anyway. Anyway, point. So point you is. just watch each other sleep with one eye. That's kind of creepy, honestly. No, we like back to back, and we like look the other way so that we can protect Sayersha in the middle. That's usually what how it goes. Well, that's cool. Like a silverware drawer. That's nice. Yeah, I'm the biggest spoon ever. Yeah. So you're great. Um, and I don't want you to think that we only come in here to um take things. We come in here because it makes us feel safe and we've been not feeling safe a lot lately there's been a lot of danger and it's kind of it's kind of scary i mean not for me obviously i can handle anything um but you know how are you doing i'm fine yeah yeah, no, I think I'm fine. I... I appreciate you asking, Ixen. I do. And I hope... I hope you guys come back again soon. Maybe we can... 
teach Sayersha what TV is. Yeah, oh yeah, I know what TV is. I do. Um, yeah, I do, I do like coming, I like looking forward to coming back because when we come back it means we haven't died. And that's, you know, a step in the right direction. Um, also, you understand completely how, uh, frustrating necromancers can be, let's just say that, right now. Oh, for certain. They're the worst. The worst. Um, anyways, I, um, it, are you sure there's nothing we can't, like, can I, I mean, I could give, oh, here, um, here's this, uh, deck of cards, and, um, so there's this cool game where you, um, you can lay them out, and then you try to match all of the, co the colors and shapes together, I'm, I'm sure you know how to play this game, but listen, so you do it, but you also have to, um, try to speed through it, it's called a speed run, it's great. So the Bodega Cat, I'm just gonna say this, the Bodega Cat absolutely knows how to play solitaire, like, I thank you very much, <laughs> but the Bodega Cat is also incredibly touched by this gesture that Ixen is making, so completely, like, well, I guess you're gonna have to come back and teach me how to play sometime. Our, well, I'm leaving this here so that uh, I will have to come back, um, so, okay. uh, and then I'm, so basically, I'm taking this deck of playing cards that I took off of Sarson's body and putting it on the counter. I forgot counter. that's where you got it from, Paul. Holy <laughs> shit, I forgot about that too. I've had this in my inventory for a while. Well, I knew you had it, but I didn't know why. Jesus. Yep. Yep. So Bodega Cat is oddly touched and kind of like puts a paw on the deck of cards and like, you know how Cat's loaf, he like pulls it under his loaf and like absorbs it. <laughs> Oh, yes. And he's like, I really appreciate that, Ixen. That means a lot. And on it, I really, I don't want it to sound like I hate it that you guys come here for items, because that really is what it's here for. So don't feel bad about picking out an item. Please absolutely go and get you something, because that's what, that, what's what I'm here for. I like doing things for you guys. I mean, well, here's the thing. Um, So... I've gotten really lucky last couple times. There was some cool stuff. But, um, you know, this is your place. Do you have any um, recommendations? And so the Bodega Cat kind of, like, you know, does the Mufasa, like, look Simba thing over the whole, you know, everything the Bodega touches is, is his. And he finally <laughs> goes, I think that you might find something interesting over uh, in the snack cakes. The little, the little pastries with the crinkly wrap. Ooh, all right, I will check it out, and I'm, um, <laughs> I wink and finger gun. Okay, what snack cake looks good to you? It's gotta be goddamn Twinkies. It's gotta be goddamn oh Twinkies. My oh my god. That's what I was hoping that you would pick when you went over there. That's kind of what I had in mind. Um, Listen, it's kind of gold and spongy and, like, Ixen is gold and also spongy <laughs> inside. I don't know how useful this is, but Ixen picks up a Twinkie and, uh, you know, picks up this yellow spongy cake, single serve, in a plastic wrapping. Uh, and it's not a Twinkie, it is in fact a short sword. Hell yeah, more weapons! I was like, really hoping it would be a, a, a weapon weapon, but it was like the tiniest sword I could possibly give you. I was like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> nah, Ixen, Ixen all about them weapons, she don't care. Yeah, so, yeah, um... Done and done. So everybody got their stuff and they gather back up at uh 
at the counter and they like showed the bodega cat all their like swag and he goes that looks wonderful i'm really happy for you guys except for you say i'm like really sorry about your loss there no, wow it's, it's not bad i you can use it for things even if i mean this is sort of um what we had a lot of the time in in the priory growing up your life is so depressing you put a little bit of honey on it and it, it tastes really good so it's it's not a big deal it's actually it's it's it reminds me of home yikes wow anyway so i really enjoy having you guys here and i appreciate you coming to visit but i have a feeling there might be something you want to get back to Pro yeah always i mean honestly i i don't mind just staying here for a bit but well, let's see if I can't get y'all back. And the bodega cat pulls out big, fat riddle book and plops it on the counter and starts <laughs> flipping through it. It's like, all right, let's see. Um, riddles for when you want to keep friends at your house forever. I'm, I'm totally joking. Uh, all right, how about this one? This seems, you know, on your level, I guess. What has no beginning, no end, and nothing in the middle? Those things that, like, are, like, twisty. Those twisty ones. What? No. Runa's not smart enough for this, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a slut for riddles. All right, I'm I'm kidding. How about time? Uh, no, uh, for once, for once, it isn't something so metaphysical as time. It's actually something I have in the bodega. Um. I give you guys way too much help with these, honestly. because um, we're great. So for flavor, Runa is just 100% like looking around, just like, oh yeah, look, it's real nice here. Just not even, not even noticing. A circle? Oh. Uh, well, I mean, there's a middle to a circle. No, but... there isn't. It's... Oh, what about a ring? Okay, sure. That's fine too. Uh, the, the correct answer is a donut, but. I think it's a donut. It's, oh my god, I forget your stoop. Oh my god. Did you, I know you're, I, listen, it's like a, it's like a round piece of hardtack, okay? Did you have that in the prairie? So you like, you just cut it? Why, why doesn't it have a center? Doesn't that sort of okay, this the is point I'm of hardtack? Okay, this is, all right, I'm gonna have, all right, this is all right. Okay, cool. Um, circle's fine, ring is fine, you're right, absolutely. Thank you for playing, goodbye. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.